I'm Kieran, and I want to help you knock fat and stress out of your life whilst becoming the healthiest that you can be. Join me and let's attack this journey together. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Hope you're doing well. And yeah, I hope everything is going good. So today, got a pretty strong, um, strong day for you today. A strong theme. And essentially what we're looking at today is the key focus points that you need to be really focusing on, funny enough, when you're trying to really change and optimise your body shape. So now this isn't necessarily just for like fat loss, but obviously when it comes down to um, completely optimising your body shape, fat loss is usually um, one of the first places we all start, but it's also improving your muscle gain now i know a lot of women might kind of switch off when they hear that but muscle gain isn't only just doing a bodybuilding split and just getting massive getting jacked even for women having a bit of muscle is going to be what gives you that nice dancers athletic physique that all the women that you see on the magazines, the front of those magazines, they all do strength training because strength training is what gives your body definition. It's what gives you that nice hourglass, um, curvaceous look. If you just get skinny and don't do any form of training, you're just going to be that. You're going to have that scrawny, stick-thin look. No real bum, no real definition in your legs no definition in your arms your back or your tummy um so that is one of the main reasons why when you're looking to really optimize your body shape strength training um i keep saying strength training but resistance training so doing some form of um training with resistance whether that be bands whether that be um barbells whether that be dumbbells anything like that even just body weight work doing that form of training alongside um, alongside having a good like nutrition plan and nutrition structure is what's going to really give you the biggest bang for your buck. So even if you're a woman, don't listen to that and switch off thinking that be, by me saying resistance training, I'm talking about getting jacked and becoming a bodybuilder because that's really not the case. Like what I'm talking about here is optimising your body shape. Now, I'm not a bodybuilder. You can see that from my... Um, what do you call it? My profile photo here, my and look on my Instagram, all of those. I'm not a bodybuilder, like, and it's not something I aspire to look like. I like to look athletic. I like to be strong, defined, and look athletic. Um, and so that's that kind of message that I push. Now, so on this, let's start with the big old elephant in the room, which is your diet. And do you know, one of the biggest things. That people get caught up with in this day and age is kind of missing the forest through the trees. I think that's a saying, or I butchered a saying. But what I mean by this is simplify it. Just really, really simplify it. Just focus on the big fundamentals. Don't get too caught up in all these minuscule kind of complex aspects of nutrition, like like your fasting, like your carb cycling like just these different kind of approaches they're all very very unnecessary 
don't get me wrong if you find one that works for you do it because that's essentially what everything comes down to sustainability if you find an eating style that works for you that gives you um what you need that nourishes you both from a physical standpoint and a mental standpoint then do that if you can sustain that diet and you can keep on that diet then by all means do that but don't get caught up in these silly kind of complex um eating styles because you've seen some guy on Instagram doing it and he looks shredded. You will be able to find anyone in any walk of life that is shredded doing something. Honestly, like, you'll find vegans that are shredded. You'll find people that only eat carbohydrates that are shredded. There's that geezer on YouTube that did a whole thing where he just ate Mackie D's for 30 days and he got pretty shredded. Like, you can find a diet that will take you to your end goal. It doesn't matter what the food is. It all depends on quantity. So this is one thing I mean by simplifying your diet is focus on those key bigger pictures, which is if you're looking to lose fat, ensuring that you're in a calorie deficit. And then also ensuring that you're hitting your minimum amount of protein, which if you don't really do any form of training or anything, you're looking at like 1.4 grams per kilo. But for most of us who train quite hard, you're looking at roughly, say, 2 grams per kilo. So they say it's like 1.8 to 2.4 grams per kilo body weight. So, yeah, on average, just looking at, you're hitting on average most days about 2 grams per kilo body weight. And then obviously getting in a nice variation of fruits and vegetables and salad bits. Boom, you're kind of hitting all aspects there. You want to make sure that obviously... You're in the um, calorie deficit, so your macronutrients aren't too high. But then also getting in a nice amount of micronutrients from obviously all the all the veg, things like your lean, like your meats, um, your, your fruits, your salads, all the, your natural foods will be giving you micronutrients, which are gonna fuel your cells, make you feel a thousand times better, as well as look a thousand times better. So it's gonna improve things like your skin, your hair, your nails, all of the above. And so yes, just on that note. I definitely don't think that you should only be in Mackie D's and trying to lose weight. Now, just because I said that, don't take that as a test and be like, oh, I can't do this. Because, yeah, he did track his um, intake, like, vigorously and was mixing different um, things on there as well. But, yeah, give it, give it a watch. It was just some postman from the Midlands somewhere, I think. Um, yeah, check it out. I'll try to find it, actually. I'll put the uh, link in the show notes. But anyway, so... On that, yeah. So you find an eating style that works for you and that you can be consistent with um, and that you can essentially sustain. That is all you need to do because when it comes down to it, it's that compound effect of doing your... this standard sort of, like, quote-unquote, healthy eating habits that will lead you to your goal. It's just that compound effect, doing something consistently, doing one thing consistently over a period of time is what leads to results. Like, so it's like that saying, it's better to be um, consistently good than occasionally perfect. So don't just be amazing, only bloody like broccoli and chicken for like three days in like a savage calorie deficit 
and end up binging and just eating with the um, Rice Krispies and Burger King for the rest of the week because you're just going to sabotage all of your goals and all that hard work you put in and all that deficit that you created in those first few days. You're just going to sabotage all of that. So you find an eating style that works for you and just do it consistently. Have your, your treats here and there. Have your, like, your kind of, like, females, like, structure that into, into your diet and you're on for a winner. Now, on this as well, to get a much better bang for your buck with regards to nutrition is get a few variations of your daily meals and cycle between them and and just ensure that they're keeping you within your sort of like calorie means but then also that they're satisfying you so you don't want to just cycle between a few meals that really aren't satisfying you that it's going to make you just be like oh i need this i need this find a few things that do really satisfy you and nourish you so shameless little plug here but in the show notes there'll be a link to my um recipe guide so i'll be doing a um a monthly recipe guide every month when you subscribe you will get sent um 12 like ridiculously healthy not healthy so ridiculously tasty they're all very healthy as well um meals there'll be um an arrange from like puddings so pudding dessert i'm not northern um, they're mixed between like puddings, um, oh, I keep saying fucking puddings, they're mixed between like mains, desserts and little like side dishes and that as well. So trust me, they're, some of them are absolutely fantastic and I've worked like long and hard to get this all squared away. I've been putting so many hours getting this little ebook designed and it's just, yeah, very easy to look at, um, easy to make, like very simple but stupidly tasty recipes. So yeah, hit that in my um in the show notes so I'll, I'll put up the link for that and that also put says on there like any um allergies and all that intolerances and stuff it has it have all of that so like gluten and anything in there it will have all of that in the um in the description as to what it contains and then it's also scannable to my fitness pal which is probably the longest thing in prepping and also has all these sort of calories the macros and all of that so makes it very easy to track um but yeah so you just get a few dinners because that's the thing we're all creatures of habit so we're all just going to kind of cycle between the same sort of three or four dinners and the same sort of two or three breakfast i know i could probably yeah count out the breakfasts that i have the dinners that i have and the lunches that i have not the dinners actually but yeah, the breakfast and the lunches, the two meal, main meals that I can control. Whereas, like, my girlfriend, she loves to mix, she she loves to cook. So when she gets in, she's like, she really enjoys cooking and always likes to try something new. So when she comes in, she does tend to always make a form of curry, funnily enough. But it'll always be a different type of curry. <laughs> like, I say she likes, she does, yeah, she enjoys cooking. And that's, like, her little bit of... Her time, actually, she comes in from work. She's like, it helps her de-stress. She just really enjoys cooking. To be fair, I quite enjoy cleaning. I find in the, um, doing those, like, really easy-to-do um, tasks, I find them really easy to do, funnily enough, and I find them quite therapeutic. You know, like, 
cleaning, hoovering, those sorts of things. You get that instant hit of dopamine. You look around, you're like, oh, you get that instant gratification, that instant reward. Um, so, yeah, so I find that I don't really mind um, cleaning up. And she likes cooking, so it's a match made in heaven. But on that note as well, track your calories. So if you've never tracked calories, download an app like MyFitnessPal and then start plugging in everything that you consume. So that's foods, drinks, and everything like that. It's only the two things that you can really consume. But yeah, make sure you um, you take those two and just to see, just get a gauge of how much you're eating, like how many calories on average you eat, how many calories, do it over the weekend as well. Don't like switch off the weekend. Even track things like how many pints you drink on a weekend. And you'll be surprised, if you've never done it before, you'll actually be surprised how many calories are in certain foods. And it's a good idea as well to get like the sort of your normal sort of macronutrient breakdown, your calorie breakdown. And then it'll also make you more aware of what you're eating and what's in the foods that you're eating. And also, if you want to lose fat and you want to... Um, you want to bring your calories down, it's quite an easy way to look at small little changes that you can make to your diet to cut them down. So little things like, I don't know, if you have like a couple of cappuccinos a day, then you just opt for maybe skim milk instead of full-fat milk, or you cut that down and have one cappuccino and just a couple of normal Americanos. Like, just like those little changes... Again, it's like a compound effect. Those little changes where you're saving 100, 200, 300 calories here and there, compound effect, they build up, they build up, they build up. And as a result, when you think about that, if you're making 300 calorie changes a day, just in your diet, boom, that's nearly a pound a week. So there's nearly a pound of fat burnt a week just through a few little changes like that. Um, so yeah, tracking your calories is a massive factor. And quite simply... If something isn't measured, it isn't managed. Like, if you didn't know how much money you're getting paid and then you don't know how much money you're spending, like you never look at your bank account, you don't really take into concept, um, into, I've forgotten what I was going to say then, but you don't really take it into account like what you're spending or what you're uh, like waging and you're just there whacking your card out. How do you know how much money you've got in the bank? How do you know when you're going to go broke, you're going to go over your limit because essentially all your calories are all your food into is is basically just the same as your account balance like don't get me wrong yeah there's gonna be days that there's gonna be days when your your account balance fluctuates like the amount of money you make and the amount of money that you spend will fluctuate day to day um not day to day like by making but what i mean is like with your calories and stuff that's how it, works. it will fluctuate slightly but it always stays around roughly the same amount like so you need to appreciate the fact that you don't want to be broke. So you keep an eye on your spending. If you don't want to be fat, keep an eye on your calories. That's a quite an, said it in a very harsh way, but uh, it's the best way that I can actually describe it. Anyway, so from that sort of like simplify your diet aspect, that kind of leads us on nicely to training. And... Quite simply, yeah, just simplify your training. Get a training program that works around your diet. Don't try and take on a training program that you can't really stick to or doesn't work for you. 
if you can only be in the gym four times a week, get a program that's structured around getting to a gym four times a week. Then same with like however many days it is that you want to train, like find a program that works for you. Get a coach who will design that, like hit me up a message, send me a message or and I will create a program designed to help you and that based around your needs and your lifestyle because there's no point in you trying to base your lifestyle around a training program because yeah that might work in the short term for like a couple of weeks whilst you're really motivated that might work but then you're going to start slipping up when life just starts getting in the way and life will always get in the way especially if you're trying to fight against everything else in order to make this one thing work it's going to be a hard path in order to actually see success from that. So rather that, try and find something that works for you. That's a biggest thing. And again, like I said before with the, with regards to um, your nutrition, what isn't measured, isn't managed. Track your, your training as well. Track your lifts. So again, get that program. Even if you just write it down, if you print it out, if you, like I say, if you, say you wanted to work with myself or another coach, so I've got an app where you can keep the, the track, keep logs of everything. And then whenever you sit in the gym, you can look back at your history on each of those lifts. It's all just simple. So you can see your progression over time because essentially not to really improve your body shape and to start building a bit of muscle to really help define and optimize your body shape. You're going to be looking for progressive overload. I said that really weird, overload. But um, yeah, progressive overload, which essentially is just making sure that over time you're doing a little bit more. So if you take into regards like, I don't like a bench press or a squat, any lift really actually, you just want to make sure that over time you're either lifting a bit heavier, you're doing maybe an extra rep or something so if you go into the gym on your first first day you ever step into a gym you can manage two reps uh two sets sorry of eight reps and then your third set you get to like four to six before like you just need to like die then you need to make sure the next time you go in you're going to try to do that same see if you can do that four but then aim to get that sixth one out in the last set and then each time you go in, that's what you're eight. You're trying to make sure that you can get that sixth, but then you're looking for the seventh. And then there'll come a day when, yeah, you get that seventh, and you're like, ledge, and now I want to start looking for the eighth until you can get three sets of eight quite easily. And then what you look to do is, okay, well, I've got three sets of eight. Let's try and get three sets of maybe nine or three sets of ten on that same weight. And then when you get to the point when you're doing those three sets of ten, you're like, all right, sweet. Now I'm going to put that weight up a little bit more. Um, and then so you're always stimulating that muscle you're always increasing the stimulus going through that muscle so it's always improving always progressing because progress is key and so when you're going back on yourself make sure there's a few aspects that come into progressive overload obviously you get weights you get your um reps you get the sets you also get the tempo as well. So if you think about someone doing a squat and that's sit down when you sit and you're bummed down into the squat, you can just either drop down quite quickly and you're in that 
movement phase, that eccentric movement phase for say like two seconds and then you go back up. So that's two seconds down, one second up. Two seconds down, one second up. Now if you slow that down a bit more, so you're going down four seconds down, one second up, you're now putting twice the amount of stimulus going through that muscle. You're putting twice the load through that muscle. That is another way that you can progress. You just slow that movement down to really improve how much you're stimulating that muscle. And again, just make sure you're training consistently. So you're sticking to your training program, sticking to your plan, and you just keep tracking it consistently. And you'll just, trust me, all it is, all everything, I guess, in life, really, it's just about consistency. If you can nail it all down consistently, you're going to be laughing and you're only going to see results. And that really is true about everything in life, isn't it? So at work, if you're in sales, and you have one week where you just like hammer the phones, you contact bloody 500 people, like so 100 people a day, so that's 500 people a week, you're on it, you're on it, you're on it. And then you're like, yeah, boom, you get a whole load of new clients or pull in a load of money. And then you like switch off, you're like, yeah, smart, I bossed it. And if you switch off, then you get a month down the line, you're having nothing coming in. Because you've taken you've taken that edge off again, so it's just about consistently consistency. Sorry, you should want to be consistently doing those things. And again, like I said, it's all about that compound effect. Life is just a compound effect. <laughs> uh, and um, and yeah. So and also, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Like, don't stress yourself. This is one of the problems that I really struggled with when I was younger I put so much pressure on myself that to eat a certain way and to always do this I don't eat like quite and quite clean and oh like it was a kind of but when I look back it's actually embarrassing some of the shit that I, that I used to do like and how bad I used to be with this whole clean eating and there's um there's a word for it um Basically, people that just get like overly focused, basically themselves like eating disorders because they get too focused on um, orthorex. Yeah, orthorex. I think it's orthorexia. Like, oh, I was so fucking orthorexic. It was like a joke. Like at, at one point, I remember saying to, I was like, I won't, I would not eat chewing gum because of aspartame because there was all this shit going on about aspartame. Like, and <laughs> like, how ridiculous is that? Like, when you look back in your life, you go. Oh mate, some of the shit I did was just ridiculous. Yeah, like silly little things like that. And you just need to accept the fact that look, if you're in a fat loss, fat loss like phase, and you're in your diet, you're trying to like trim off fat, you're gonna have slip ups. Like, like slip ups are a natural part of life. Like you learn from every mistake you make, and it's about not letting that mistake happen again because then that's just being like, okay, well, there's obviously a reason for that. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna make slip ups, but then just analyze it. Like, why did you make that? Like, what was it about that scenario or that situation you're in that kind of led to you slipping up? Like, during the fat loss phase, and you've been all good with your th- on, on with your diet, and then your missus brings home like a bottle of big box of Krispy Kremes or something. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna eat them. You have to be like savagely, bloody disciplined to to sack that off. Like to be like, so babe, throw them in the bin. Like, nah, no, we all know when you're put in a position like that, like, unless you're like stupidly motivated or you've got like a real, real 
strong why and you're really connected to that to your end result you're you're gonna flop like them like back in the days if I, was, if I was cutting for a fight yeah i'd easily have to say no to that but like now if i'm not cutting for a fight but i'm still looking to lose like lose fat for a holiday or something nine times out of ten i'm gonna be like four crispy creams down and then be like fucking sitting there looking at myself in the mirror like ah oh, fucked it but again when you're sitting there like don't beat yourself up with guilt just like i say just take on the chin like we all make mistakes such is life do not worry about it it's just one of those things just get back onto it the next day just don't use those little moments where you slip up to justify just going fucking full retired and just like eating everything in sight or throwing everything off because it's like a good analogy for that is is if you're in that situation where yeah you've had a couple of Krispy Kreme and you're like shit I've just completely shot my diet if you then go well, fuck it well diet's done like I've, I've messed my diet for today I'll crack back on tomorrow but because my diet's done I'm going to have I might as well order Domino's and get some Ben and Jerry's in there as well all you're actually doing there is you've been driving along and those Krispy Kremes are your one of your tires in your car bursting, and if you get out, there's two things. You have two options in that in that point in time. You can a just fix that. will get go get your spare wheel out, um, take your the pop wheel off and throw it in the in the boot, put on the new wheel and drive off. Which is um, the hypothetical you just going. Oh, I've done that. Okay, just crack back on, just straight back onto it. But if you then go like full retard and just eat everything get the dominoes and then and, every, and ben and jerry's fuck it just get a liter of full fat coke why not that is you just taking out a flip knife and just stabbing your three tires because one of your tires is popped that is you just going ah fuck this pop 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 like there's no real sense in what you're doing because again like i said like it all comes down to calories when it comes down to fat loss. So if you've just gone over your calories like a little bit, maybe like two or three hundred, yeah, that's easily, easily fixable. Like you can just take off a hundred over the next three days, boom, do it, go for a run the next day, stay set your normal calories and do three hundred calories off of cardio to, to just negate that. But then if you just go crazy and you eat everything and you're then just turning that 300 calories into a 3,000 calorie deficit, which is just going to undo a couple of weeks of hard work. So it's like, it's a mindset shift that you have to kind of come to terms with. Don't let a silly slip up completely destroy like one, two, three weeks worth of hard work and hard dieting because of a silly like mindset. Because that's all it is. Is you've just got a, a funny perception of like what health and what dieting and what fat loss is, and all it is about is just changing that dietary perspective, and that will just help with you. That will help with you. That will just help you in the long run and in the long game. Because you just need to understand. Like I said, it's just a journey. That is all we're on here. It's just a fitness journey, and that end goal is either. 12 weeks away, six months away. Obviously, it depends on what your start point is. But all you're doing by having little slip-ups 
add in maybe a day or two on, but then if you just go crazy and you just eat everything, you're adding maybe a week, two weeks, a month on. So yeah, again, just change that mindset. And that is one of the biggest analogies that helped for me was the whole stabbing the car thing because I'd have that all the time where I used to restrict so bad and then I'd eat something and then I used to just go like full like muppet and I'd just eat, eat everything. I'd feel so guilty. So this is, yeah, another one. So, and then I was like, I went full on, I was a full on bulimic for like two years. So I'd eat it and I'd feel so guilty. I'd make myself sick. I'd be like, oh yeah, well, yeah I got, it tasted good. And then I got into this weird little cycle where I'd do that, I'd kind of overeat and enjoy these, like, really enjoy those flavours and I'd just drink loads of water, shake it around in my belly a bit and i make myself sick, like... And again, I look back on that and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's so, so bad, so unhealthy. So It went against everything that I'd preached to all my clients. It was ridiculous. Um, and again, you can only appreciate your slip-ups by actually sitting down and analysing them and going over them. So I, I realise the mistakes that I made and then I look back now and I'm like, oh. I'm like, why, why? What is it that made me do that? And then I know exactly what it was because I used to cut too hard. I wouldn't give myself enough time to, to make weight. So I'd just diet so savagely and I had it in my head that I had to diet in a certain way where I could only eat like basically like chicken and broccoli, not even nobody rice. I was like, I can't have carbs. And I'd just literally eat like 1,600 calories a day, training like a full-time athlete. So I'd be training twice a day at least. Oh, yeah, normally training twice a day. And then wondering why I was having these huge binges. Like, it was, yeah, it was just, yeah, crazy. So leading a little bit on from that, like coming away a little bit, but tying this all in, this is another thing I see when you talk about throwing kind of your diet away is... Don't throw it away on the weekend as well. You have so many people like these crazy weekday warriors and and literally they'll diet and everything so hard during the week and then it gets to the weekend and they'll just go out, sink loads of pints and like have a strategy in place. If you know you're going out on the weekend, have a strategy in place so that you don't then fly over your calories. Like I understand not everyone wants to get absolutely shredded by all means, like, if you just want to shift a little bit of fat, you can do that, you can still get in, you get in great shape, you get a good, good beach rig, without having to, like, savage your street, cut off all your friends, never go out on a night out, or anything like that, um, you can get in great shape, just by eating well, and keeping an eye on your calorie, making sure you're not going over your calories, without having to, like, savagely restrict, and only eat chicken and broccoli, and train, like, for times a day like you don't need to do that in order to get a good body like it was different for me because I was obviously as a professional boxer I have to be a certain weight and the weight that I fight was not the weight that I would want or need to be and because when I was going through this this was obviously quite a few years ago well, well yeah it's about four years four or five years ago now was when I, I really didn't have much nutrition knowledge um, which is something that I've really, really sunk my teeth into, and and as a result, it's improved my performances. People that I work with, they're they're performing better than ever as well. So knowledge is power in in that respects. But yeah, you can still get a really good body, and still enjoy pints on a weekend. But again, it just comes down to how much do you want it, and what sort of shape do you want to get in. But then make sure that. 
if you are going out, you are you have a plan in place and a strategy in place, so you're not just gonna throw it all away and fly over your calories. Like that is that is a huge one. Now, it's a couple other little tips um, just before we wrap up, and that is also on that. So if you do, like I said before, whereas if you've gone like three hundred calories over doing three hundred calories off cardio. Don't use cardio as like um this is like a like a shouting sort of like point. Don't use cardio as a way of negating a poor diet. Get your diet straight before you nail anything else. Like don't you get out that don't be in that habit of using cardio. I can't I can't say it enough times. Just don't use cardio as a way to negate eating overeating sorry because you that's just gonna get you into this really unhealthy relationship with food getting you into a really unhealthy relationship with diet which is where you're just gonna only training to burn calories and there's so much more to life than just being so calorie focused like there's nothing good about that so don't think that because i said yeah you can use that as a way to negate your like little slip-ups yeah that's that's true but that's like a one-off thing don't get into the habit of you want to now run marathons because you you want to have and you want to be able to justify eating a marathon's worth of shit food because it's just not good and not only that you're gonna shoot yourself in the foot because by doing copious amounts of like cardio Unless you're eating a huge amount of protein, supplement with a lot of like BCAAs, all you're going to actually be doing as well is your body will be catabolizing your muscle because your body is a complex organism. It doesn't just use stored fat and carbohydrates for energy. It will also use your like amino acids. It will break those down and use them as energy as well. So don't think that, well, sorry, not that don't think, but your body will be doing that. So... By doing more and more and more, you're burning away your muscle tissue, which then means that your metabolism is going to be dropping. So the lower that your metabolism, the more muscle tissue you have, the higher your metabolism, because essentially your muscles do is contract and relax. So every time they contract and relax, that's energy. That's all calories are, is a measurement of energy. So by every time they contract and relax, as energy so the more muscle you have the more muscle fibers are contracting and relaxing the more energy is being burnt like that's why fat fat is not organic like muscle is organic tissue fat isn't fat just lays around and does nothing whereas muscle tissue is organic which is another huge benefit of resistance training um and when you're doing loads of like copious amounts of cardio your body will be burning off that muscle tissue which is obviously the last thing you want because the more you're doing that, the lower your metabolism's going, which means you can actually eat you can eat less food. And so yeah, just little final point on that all. It's just keep doing the good healthy things consistently. Just eating, get a good diet, get good like solid nutrition program, just a good diet that you can follow, um and a good training program you can follow. And then there's other little aspects like make sure you're staying hydrated and eating your fruits and veggies and getting a good amount of sleep. Like they're all going to factor into that same thing. But today I want to just focus on those little bits.
And then, just to finish, just be realistic with your time frame. Like what I was saying earlier, I'd not give myself enough time to get into shape. So I'd just sabotage. I'd just have to go, like, savage, like, crash diet modes. Like, don't do that. Like, be realistic with yourself. Depending on how, what your body fat levels are now, give yourself a pragmatic and realistic um, time frame and amount of time to actually achieve that fat loss. And sometimes it might be an idea, well, no, it's not an idea, reach out to a professional that knows what they're talking about. Whether that be myself, whether that be one of your PTs at your gym, whether that be anyone you see, like a good coach online, reach out to them and ask them about what a realistic time frame is. Because again, that's gonna be a huge factor, is there's gonna be no benefits to just going into a crash diet unless you have a bloody steel um, resolve and steel amount of motivation. It's just not gonna, like, at least I was motivated so I knew if I didn't get it, I wouldn't get to punch them in the face because I wouldn't be able to fight because I'd be too, I'd be too heavy. So that was the one thing that got me through it is because I used to love fighting. If you don't have that, then like I say, you're gonna start slipping up. But anyway, so, yeah, if you go in the show notes, I'll obviously I'll put my um, my recipe guides in there. My link to the recipe guides. There's also my um, my free fat loss habit handbook, which just basically looks at all different areas of your life and how you can um, change little habits to get you like biggest bang for your buck. Like I was saying, it's those little compound effects of those little changes over time. They really add up and they really improve your body shape but yeah you can do that and anyway thank you very much for listening um if you leave a review you get a free um consultation call with me we can discuss anything that you have in regards to your health and fitness so yeah just drop me a little like for this please if you do not mind a little review would be excellent but anyway have a lovely evening and yeah we'll speak to you all soon Bye-bye.